0: Good afternoon. It's the Mighty Lark once again. Back for episode ten. Here I am painting an applicatus for the fourth day in a row and trying to piece my podcast in while my son is down for his nap. Unexpectedly ended up getting the day with him. It's both good and bad. I have so many things coming up. I teach as a adjunct professor at a local community college here in Portland and uh, all my classes start next week and I've also been working on a utility box project, a public art piece um, here in Portland downtown in the Old Port and I need to work on both of those things Um, so, albeit a a day spent with my son, is always an enjoyable and entertaining day sometimes Leaves me with lots of work to be done in other places, but here I am, doing my, my thing for me again. So I'm working on this apple caddis, and the apple caddis is gorgeous. They, uh, the body of this, of this insect, this beautiful green. The wings, depending on which photo you look at, go from this soft yellowy brown to this sort of olivey color um, to, a, to a more rich sap green so I'm really excited to be working on this one um, found a pretty sweet photo shows the color really well um, immediately printed it and had no paper to print on so here I am looking at a printout f- for reference that I've done on the back of, a, of an old internet bill um, so um, maybe this will be really interesting. It actually looks really cool. I think I'm going to cut out and, and piece it together on the top of a for for the front cover of a s- sketchbook. But anyway, I'm going to start off this bug by laying in just some of the warm areas, so some of that more yellowy area, the yellowy brown, and then start working darker over top of it. But I'm going to give a really nice and light with that that yellow, and mostly. The yellows are showing up towards the tip of the wings there. So, really bring that in out towards the edge. We'll bring our defining lines in over top of it, but we'll, we'll really define where where this color is a little more vivid, and then go into them the less the less vivid and more rich colors. I'm really excited about the rich greens that I get to bring into this. Brown to green, like I've said, I think, in the past. Um, it's one of my favorite things. I mean, it's, it's the little gray areas that I love the most in painting. So, heck, it's the little gray, subtle, and mist areas that I like in just about everything. So, bring in some yellow and some yellow ochre there. And add just a little bit more ochre and a little bit of the sap green tiny, tiny bit of the sap green I don't think it's going to take much to start that transition. So, they're laying in the the in-between. Some highlights here and there that are amidst that green so I'm going to make those that in-between color too instead of making them too awfully vivid. Um, Colors I feel like are changing as I paint now too because the the light has moved on more towards a fall kind of light despite the fact that I don't think we've had a fall for the last five years. But uh I start to bring some of that sap green and let it bleed into some of my my lighter colors. said, I when I started this project didn't feel even remotely comfortable with watercolors and now I don't know I I'm sure that there are many who have worked very differently in them but I guess that's the case with just about any medium but I uh, I feel rather comfortable with the way I work with them at this point so it's really nice I wasn't really expecting that to be what my takeaway from a from a 365 project. Uh, I got a little bit more of a ritualistic nature to me uh, than when I started. and I think I really have uh, found uh, some sort of proficiency with watercolor that I never thought I would have. Especially if you had talked to me when I was an undergrad. I thought it was mysticism when I was an undergrad. So this piece is a little bit more gestural than some of them. I've done a couple of gestural ones on the podcast. They're actually kind of, they, if you follow the, the bugs themselves, that's a, that's a little out of the ordinary. And I, I don't get super detailed. I know some people could be a whole lot more detailed. I always wonder with detail too. You, there's people that see detail and they they really bring it in. They really find the attributes of whatever creature they're looking at and they'll lay it out for you really well and I've always had kind of bad eyesight and I'm wondering if maybe the bad eyesight is what makes me not really see things in that clear and vivid detail yeah okay, bringing in some of that that dark brown defining line in the tips of the wings I mixed a little bit of the green in with it so that there's some Sort of unity between between the front half of the bug and the back half of the bug. So it's kind of a bummer when it feels like the back half of the bug is floating off into some never space, like the planet Vulcan. Starting to work some of those darks in, some of the greens, letting the color get just a little bit richer. As I do that, I'm realizing where I need to beef up a little bit my light tones. So painting just becomes an ongoing conversation. And it has to be if it's gonna work together as a whole when you're done. If you just work one area at a time, it's it's gonna fall apart on you, you know. It's, it's not gonna feel like a like it all goes together at the end. So as I work through these richer tones, I start to think about how gestural I want to get with the strokes underneath the insect. Um, the strokes are always kind of interesting to me. Um, I really want to get to that point where my stroke with watercolor will be like that stroke that the masters of uh, Sumi get with their, with their uh, Japanese and Chinese prints. Stuff is so cool, um, and it just seems like they've really figured out what their tool will do. I haven't spent enough time figuring out what my tools will do. I think you, I think there's almost always more knowledge that you can get out of your tools. I don't really pay attention too much to my tools, so I know that that's one of my, my downsides. It's something that I want to work on. It was like when I was taking martial arts. Uh, classes, every. I had that sense of awareness of my body that I never had at any other point in my life, and uh, I think getting back into something like that, and even if it is just with, with a paintbrush in my hand, could be really beneficial to general mentality. underside. I'm really letting it maybe be a little bit darker than it actually is. I'm certainly being a little bit more generous with the shapes than what it is. Just trying to make that ethereal feel. Not a heck of a lot of detail going on in this area. So, as I work in that dark on the underside, I realize that I need to come in on the top side do that dark that appears in the front of the wings. I'll work a little bit of that, this Prussian blue that I have in with my Payne's Grey, and I'm gonna work that Payne's Grey Prussian blue, blue mixture back and forth with this sap green, and it's gonna be gorgeous, I think. So, here we go. A little bit of the sap green in with the Prussian blue. some of the burnt sienna in maybe in a a little bit of a let it just seep into some of that mixture yeah now we have a painting on our hands Mm and life is good so I'm going to go ahead and geek out on the rest of of this paint because it's starting to get into these rich colors I'm just really excited about playing with and you can check out the final on my Instagram mighty underscore lark be sure to pop back in next week for episode 10 alright take care bye bye